Okay, so I know I said this before, but today I'm feeling like, I don't know, like things are just, I think they frustrated me more today because like, I feel like, yes, of course, I'd rather suffer than see somebody else suffer. But a lot of times I still don't have to. But then at the same time, it's like it makes me feel so bad when I hear people actually suffering. Even even though it's because of what they did to me. And I'm battling with like if this is really a my lifestyle and what I want to be in life and who I want to be transformed into into. Is this is if this is really a obtain not want to say obtainable, of course it's obtainable, but realistic goal. Because like in this world, you know, I wanna go off into this world, I wanna still be somebody, I wanna still be free, I wanna still, you know, be happy. But it feels like that's not gonna be possible, you know, when of course I have to deal with, you know, being in this world, it almost feels like I'll never be happy. And like, I feel like today, like I just found myself just like, you know, kind of getting upset with God because I'm like, you know, what can I do? You know, what can I do at this point? It's like, I do realize a lot of this comes, this heaviness and this pressure comes from being selfless. But at the same time, it's like, I think about God sending me here on assignment and all that he's, you know, shown me that I'm here to do. And how long does he expect me to suffer? How long does he expect me to be able to go through this? You know, how long does he expect me to live in this manner now? As a child, when I used to dream of being 100% righteous and 100% obedient, like the Bible, like, God made it clear to me, you know, if you are, you know, double-minded or if you still are of this world, if you don't come completely out this world and believe 100% and in, then in walking and in, in living in a way that is righteous and obedient to me, then you're never going to be happy. It's never going to work. But if you are 100% sure that that's what you want to do, then you'll be happy. You'll be great. You'll be fine. So obviously the issue is not ever going to be with God. It's always going to be within myself. And it makes me feel like, you know, I I feel that I can do it. Obviously, you know, it's there somewhere in my heart, you know. I just have to keep working towards it and believe that I can do it. And like God said, be 100% sure that that's what I want to do. If I don't make a decision, then I'll always feel unhappy or torn or, you know, like I'm missing out on something. You can never feel like you're missing out on anything if you know that you are 100% where you need to be. And where you want to be. So 
I get frustrated, you know, because I'm like, I do want that. And I don't want to blame it on my surroundings, but oftentimes I'm just like, even like, you know, let me, let me believe in myself and say that I can do that. Absolutely. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have that. I'm going to be that. That's happening for me. God will not show me that if it's not, if it's not happening or it can't happen for me. And trusting that that's going to happen. But what about the people around me? What about my environment? And that also plays into being 100% sure of what you're doing. Because when you are 100% sure of what you're doing, doesn't matter what anybody else around you is doing. That's not going to affect what you decide to do with your life because you're sure of yourself, what you want, and the path that you've chosen. But it feels like, you know, is am I going to have to, you know, am I going to be required to be alone? Because every time he shows me this version of myself, he never shows me a man. He never shows me a husband. He never shows me, you know, a relationship or any kind of real support besides him. He never shows me anything outside of myself. And, well, but as I was saying, when God shows me this future, he doesn't show me a husband supporting this. He doesn't show me with the ring on my finger. He doesn't show me married. He doesn't show me, you know, with kids. He never showed me a family. He's never shown me anything like that. So I wonder if I'll ever be able to have one if I choose that lifestyle. Do I have to sacrifice that lifestyle in order to be this individual that God has shown me I can be? Because... I see a lot of people out here are doing that and are able to live that lifestyle, but I wouldn't do it that way. I wouldn't do it that way. So would I ever be able to find someone who would do it the way I would? I doubt it. I I actually don't believe that that is even, you know, possible unless, of course, I fight very hard to be the difference and I make it possible. And even by then, I probably still won't find anybody on my level, to be quite honest. I won't. And that's what it is. And I don't want to, you know, feel like I'm better than everybody or make it sound like, you know, nobody deserves me, you know, because that's one of the attitudes that I feel like I don't want to imitate. Like, I don't want to carry, you know, and I don't want to live in like I'm better than everybody. Nobody deserves to be with me. Nobody deserves me. I'm so much better than everybody because I'm 100 percent righteous and 100 percent obedient and you don't deserve to be in my presence. And absolutely not. I think that it's opposite. It's it's about being able to be in anybody's presence and not be moved and still be 100% who you are. Being 100% sure of what you're doing and never being tempted or enticed by this world or the way that other people live in it. It's, you know, but would you ever be able to have someone that supports that correctly? Absolutely. If you are... sure of who you are, then that means that anybody can support you correctly as long as they're willing to. Or you can allow anybody to support you, period. You know, if you are you, 100% what you're supposed to be doing, it's always going to come down to yourself. It's always going to come down to you. It's always going to come down to taking responsibility 100% and who you are and what you're allowing and what you want and being 
100% sure of God and that he will, he, he's placed any and everything in your life that you ever go through for a reason. It's all for a reason. Everything is for a reason. But it's like I look at these relationships and it's always, oh my gosh, I want to cry thinking about it because I get so frustrated. I've been worried about this and I've been frustrated about this for a, for a while where it's kind of shifting. It's not shifting, but it's like I don't know how to feel. It's like I see these relationships of these women who play their role, who are 100% righteous and obedient to God. But the husband, he always wants to sit in a throne like a king. And he always feels that he gets to lord over his woman and she should worship him like a god. And it's just a toxic dynamic. I don't want to worship any man here like a god. I don't care if he is my husband. The Bible does not say worship him like a god. But the Bible does have a lot of different instructions on how you should, you know, behave as a woman. And it feels that, you know, a lot of times that can be misconstrued or it can be, you know, it can get very close to the line blurring or worship him like a God or putting him as like a king in your life. But all men aren't kings and that's okay. And just because you know who you are or you're closer to knowing who you are than your brother still don't make you a king. And so it's the frustrating part that, you know, while we are all worthy and we're all chosen people, we are not all kings and queens. We're not. And when God showed me awakened and everybody behind me awakened as well, there were no kings, there were no queens. There were appointed people, people he placed in position in order to, you know, fulfill his, you know, will in order for his divine plan. But there were no kings and no queens. And the Bible says that for a long time, Israel never had a king. And we wanted a king because everybody else had one. And so God gave us a king. But the thing is, we already had a king. God is our king. So. I don't like that attitude or that, that, you know, mentality or even just the dynamic in a lot of these relationships that even are, you know, when it feels like people are closer to knowing who they are, where a lot of them are feeling like they need to portray the image as kings. Like, I feel like that is the devil. I feel like the devil is finding some way to twist and pervert the word of God and making us believe that, you know, it's about us. Or it's about a, a certain high position when Jesus came down from heaven as the real king of the universe and took a position as a servant. So when it comes down to we're not supposed to be sitting in thrones or feeling like we just kings and queens, we're supposed to be humble servants. You have to literally be okay with being homeless and poor and giving everything of yourself. Jesus was crucified on a cross for us. So you have to be persecuted daily like God. You cannot be worshipped. You, anybody who comes around you, you have to direct them to God. You take none of the credit. You give all him, you give him all the glory and you take the humble servant position at all times. Meaning if you have to let go your pride, idolatry, whatever it is that you have to sacrifice, no matter what, you're always taking the humble servant position. And I don't see that happening a lot because a lot of us, I don't say a lot of us, but just, I see that a lot of people who like to live this Hebrew Israelite lifestyle, they have a demeanor of self-righteousness where they feel that they are better than other people who are not as aware as they are. 
Just because God has cured you of some of your blindness doesn't mean that you like like that you are better than anybody. And if he really cured you of your blindness, then that's something that should be the most obvious. That you are absolutely not better than anybody. And everything that you do should be for the community. Nothing for yourself. Never for yourself. Never feeling bigger or better. So that also includes these men who want to lord over their women. Yes, the Bible. And in the Bible, a lot of times women are, you know, modest. Very modest. And, you know, I feel like modesty can sometimes the line can be blurred from modesty to like almost being treated like worthless and being abused by a narcissist, like narcissistic abuse. It's not surprising to me that a lot of times I ask God about these Hebrew Israelite or chose, you know, all of these, you know, these relationships that look like they are woke or that they are very close to God and very, you know, close to knowing who we truly are, where we come from, and all they have all this knowledge. They're beating their women. They are abusing their women. They're living secret double lives, or they just not a hundred percent where they should be, but want everybody to treat them as if they are, feeling like they're some sort of king or queen, like they deserve some sort of special treatment. When in reality, you should be okay with being treated like you're nothing for the rest of your life if that's in God's name. But you need to sit in a throne chair and you need to be, you know, addressed as king. Like I am, you know, Hebrew Israelite. I am woke. I am God's chosen. You know, we are this and we are that. Like, you know, I think it's more about living it and actually embodying it than ever saying it. And so a lot of times I check myself. You know, I have to check myself because I'm like. If I'm going to do it, then I got to do it right. And if I'm going to do it right, then I have to be 100% sure of what I want. And if I'm 100% sure of what I want, then I mean, I have to be okay with almost, but never, if I ever, if I ever don't have real support or anybody who ever goes, whoever accepts this, or if I have to be crucified and persecuted and torn down and tortured by everybody around me for the rest of my life, I have to be 100% okay with that and sure and willing to go through whatever in order to 100%, to be 100% for God. If I cannot do it like that, then almost it's like, I don't know how to feel because God said he wish you either hot or cold. So even when you're working towards being that person, you have to, you know, actually be putting in real work, working as hard as you possibly can to get there. Because if you find yourself somewhere, you know, less than what you should be, but still wanting to reap all the benefits of what you should be, then you're lukewarm. And God said, I'll spit you out of my mouth. So it's like, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because it's like, there are no real benefits besides knowing God. You don't get money. You don't get recognition. You don't get worshiped. You don't get, you know, any type of high position per se, unless of course you know for a fact that God has specifically called you to a high position. You don't get anything. You don't get acknowledgement. You don't get special treatment. You don't get extra love. You don't get anything. Because just because we find out that we are the chosen people and the real Israelites, the true Israelite children, doesn't mean we're all kings and all queens. No. It does not mean that. And what I saw, I saw something totally different. I saw... That we were all awake. 
and aware. And when you are truly awake and aware, a lot of times it does not even matter. It doesn't even, you're not even considering who you are. It's not about you. It's about God all the time. It's about his kingdom and glorifying it all the time. And so that's what keeps you in check. What keeps you in check is how I am, how I'm acting, how I carry myself. I'm, rep- I'm a representative of God's kingdom. And if I do not represent his kingdom correctly, then I'm doing more harm than good. And it feels unfair because it's like at least I'm even trying or at least I'm fighting as hard as I can. If I make mistakes, I make mistakes. So what? You're still held accountable for those mistakes. The Bible says that it is better for you to have never known his ways and to begin with than to have known his ways and turn back. So a lot of times I'm feeling really convicted every time I backslide and I don't want to have the attitude where every time I'm convicted, I'm convicting others. I know that sometimes I feel that I do that. And God has checked that in myself uh, as well. But I think that's what I'm talking about. That's the point of this, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, I notice the flaws in myself. I notice, you know, how much harm I'm doing when I'm wanting to be the best I can be and wanting to be very good. And wanting to be as close to God as I possibly can be. But instead, I am, you know, becoming more self-righteous and more judgmental and more, you know, and, and I almost feel like I'm drifting further and further away from our Father rather than closer. Even when you know he's right there, it's like you know that he's telling you things. And because you're failing, you know, because you can't live up to his expectations, Anything else that you do almost feels like is wrong. It's wrong. You can't do this. You can't be 100% obedient. So that means that everything else that you're doing is an error. And it sucks because it's like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? It's all or nothing. And how am I supposed to get to the all if I don't continuous, continuously practice and keep up with what I can until I get there? But... I don't know. I think maybe if anything, it's probably necessary to remain hidden and remain, you know, as small as possible until, of course, you've gotten there. And then once you've gotten there, you know, you'll know it. Everybody else will know it. You will never have to say it. It will never have to be announced. It won't even be like a whole big celebration or anything. It will have you have you will have seen the gradual progress and you will have. Everybody else will have embraced you gradually as well because I'm really starting to believe that I used to believe that when the whole world is against you and attacking you and tearing you down and not supportive of the lifestyle that you are living, you know, that's because the Bible says that you are to be persecuted like Christ. If you believe in Jesus Christ, then you are going to be persecuted like him. And so that's necessary. But also, I'm starting to see it differently because I feel that like, I'm I'm just I'm I feel like I'm I'm just so attached to the scripture and I don't want to over apply it but King David he you know he encountered just a uh, a shepherd a every just an everyday guy in in you know in the land and this man he cursed David he said this is what you get this is what you deserve you are nothing and David is the king you're not supposed to ever talk to your king like that Everybody knows better, or you should. 
because you know your head can be cut off. And David's army said, what, "Should we just, should we just slay him right now? Because who is he to talk to you like that?" But David said, "No, let him because I know that the only reason he's speaking to me like that is because that's what God wants me to hear. That's how God feels." He said, maybe he'll show mercy on me because I'm wrong. David knew he was being convicted by God. So now I'm starting to see the world differently because every single time the whole world is convicting you, even when you feel like it can't, it's not me. I know it's not me. I know I'm innocent, you know, and you want to compare it to Job. But a lot of times I feel that if God is, God is truly in control, not if God, God is truly in control. So when the world is convicting you, that's God convicting you. And until you walk 100% in the manner that he's intending you to walk in, you're always going to be convicted. And it's going to feel like it's not fair. I'm, I'm not wrong. I'm, they are jealous. They are this. They are that. None of that matters when you're who you're supposed to be to God. So as long as you are convicted by the world, you're being convicted by God. And if you can't see it that way and you start taking it out on actual people or you start taking it out on different individuals in this world, then you know that you are not where you need to be and you're moving in error. You're operating in error. You're not representing his kingdom correctly. Now, I understand all of that. And, you know, the reality is that I can't change. You know, I can't be perfect. I can't be perfect. Like, I can't be made perfect. Actually, I hate saying I can't be perfect. God has already shown me that I can be made perfect if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Anytime I'm not being made perfect or I'm saying that I can't be made perfect, I'm just making excuses for what I'm not doing. Because I've been in a place where I've done everything that I can. And as long as I was trying, God was trying. And as soon as I wasn't, you know... That's when, of course, I started making excuses and saying, it's not my fault. I'm not perfect. I cannot do it. I'm weak. All this other stuff. Yes, I was going through a lot. Yes, my flesh felt like it was failing me. Yes, I feel like I was dying. Yes, it's a lot for a lot of people to handle. A lot of people may not understand, but I knew that it was the right way to go. So the second I turned away from that path, I'm wrong. I move in the error every second after that. And he has shown me that on so many different levels. So I know it, but... Then that just means that, okay, so where am I at? Where do I, what do I choose? Do I want this future that God has shown me of me being 100% transformed and living 100% righteous and obedient to him? Meaning I have to do everything right I'm supposed to do and never look back. Or do I want to feel like, you know, I can't do it. Then I'm just going to gradually keep decreasing gradually keep declining until of course I'm so worldly and of this world I cannot be discerned or of course I'm going to torture be tortured and suffer every second of my life that I'm in error every second is never going to go anywhere you know God is graceful and he's merciful but he's doing this for a reason so either I can 100% be made whole, righteous, and obedient, or I can suffer every second that I'm not. I could choose to be cold. And by then, I guess I chose my side, but I can't be lukewarm because I'm going to suffer. I have to be hot, and to be hot is to be made perfect. 
So I'm frustrated and I'm suffering with it. And I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of time just like, I guess, in between choosing. But it's going to make sense. It has to. It has to work out. God has shown me a future of completion. So, you know, this is all part of the process. It has to be because at one point I was like so different, wasn't even where I am now. And it, you know, no matter what I did, I I ended up here. So it's not like I can run from this. It follows me. This is my life. This is my destiny. You know, no matter what I do, I'm going to be this individual. You know, nobody can take that from me or stop that. Not even me. I see that. You know, because if I can go from smoking drugs, drinking alcohol, partying every night and not caring about my life to being transformed in this way where I'm I'm becoming more and more like that individual, that woman that God has shown me in my future that was 100% totally different in every way from where I was when he showed me. And it didn't even feel like that would ever be possible. And I see that happening more and more every day. Then that's going to happen. It don't matter what nobody else say or do. But this is just part of the growing process and the growing pains. And yes, it's hard. It's very hard, like he said it would be. But then it's going to be good forever, like he said it would be. I just have to trust him. I see a lot of people in this world, they want to drag me down. They love it. They love the high they get of the thought of pulling me off this path and never seeing me have that. Never seeing God's kingdom being glorified correctly through me and never seeing me accomplish anything like that. They love the high of it. It turns them on. But you know what? That's okay. They get to feel that way right now because I'm in error. I'm living in error. And until I'm not, you know, they're going to get to feel that way. That's just what it is. Okay. So... I want to talk about just different things that I feel like people have been, like different things I've realized, I've noticed, I've picked up on, different things that, you know, leave me confused and wondering, you know, is this the voice of God really? Or what part? is and what part is it so I was just recently watching boondocks and I felt that God you know led me away from watching boondocks like stop watching boondocks because it's just so you know it just contains so much profanity and you know like narratives that are not like <laughs> that are really bad that are really like um blinding tainting all that stuff you know misguiding misleading and not you know holy but Then there's like all these different words where it's like it feels like God is telling me to come out of this world, stay away from these things, and don't do certain things. 
But then, and then I'll see different things. Like I'll see this, I'll see other people getting the same words. I'll look on the internet and then I'll see different people who are speaking about prophecies. And I've seen many people talk about how God has told them to quit their job or God has led them away from their job or God has, you know, led them to, you know, give up certain things in order to, you know, serve him. Like if it's me, let go of your job, if it means, you know, let go of your business, whatever, to serve God, you know, and no matter what happens, trust him. And he will guide you. And it feels so impossible to survive without these things. Because how are you supposed to provide for yourself and your family when you let go of these things that are, you know, keeping you financially responsible, you know? But then at the same time, the entire time you're going through this, this torture and this persecution, what you find is that everybody around you, the only thing that they can talk about is how you are not providing in those ways or... You know, you don't have a job or you don't, you know, you can't provide for your family. You don't have a lot of money, all this other stuff. And you know, you start to see that God is exposing, you know, Satan and all of it. You notice how as soon as you let go of these things, you started being persecuted more. You started being watched more. Certain things start exposing themselves in your lives more. Strongholds, demons starting to come out. Things are really starting to be revealed by God. So you know that that was true and that God is protecting you. But yes, still, you have to deal with, you know, the persecution and you still have to deal with not being, not having, you know, money and not feeling like you can provide correctly. And when you don't have things, you know, you like you wonder where you're going to get them. You do everything on power to keep faith, have faith in God. And the thing is, God is not necessarily providing the things that you feel you need. It's just that you are still alive. And the thing about it is, like, you're supposed to be like, you know, the Bible says that lean not onto your own understanding. God will provide. And then you find that you lose your house or you find that you are, you don't eat or you find that, you know, you don't have any money to pay your bills or do anything. And you're waiting on God. He's not sending money for you. Or if he sends opportunities or if opportunities present themselves, God is saying to stay away from them because they're of Satan. And so you're wondering how you are supposed to provide. What am I supposed to do? And it starts to feel like this is dumb. This makes no sense. And, you know, I trust God. What am I doing wrong? I trusted him and I'm still not being provided for. Things still aren't working for me. How could he, you know... Be with me at all times. Look at my situation. See what I'm going through and still allow me to continue to suffer like this. And he said that he will provide, but he's not providing. And I'm not just speaking for myself because my situation can be very good compared to a lot of people's situations out here who are going through different things. Which is why even when I'm suffering and going through what I'm going through, I do everything I can when I can to try and look out for somebody else who might be dealing with the situation I'm going through. Or facing different things I've had to go through in this process. Because I know what it feels like to really, really need God. And feel like he's not doing anything. And he's not showing up for you. And you have to reach out and ask for help. And you don't want to have to ask people for help. But then people, first thing they say is, why don't you get a job? Why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? As if you never thought of that. As if you couldn't have 
come up with that conclusion on your own. Obviously, it's not an option for me or it's not working out for me if I still have to ask you. What makes you think I'm just a lazy bum and I don't want to get up and do it myself? What makes you think that I want to have to, you know, come and ask you when I know that this is the kind of reaction that you're going to give me? The fact that you don't even really want to help because otherwise I wouldn't have had to even ask. What makes you think? You know, but it's like you have to and you feel like God is not providing. Why is God allowing me to look this way and need things from others? He's supposed to be providing for me. I'm doing this for him and nobody understands why I'm doing this, but I'm trusting him and doing everything that I can to survive this. And nobody cares. It's hard for me. And so when I see the different situations, I say to myself, honestly, I know God. I choose him. And I see everything he's showing me. So I feel like I don't even have to say this. But still, I still understand where I'm like, can they be blamed? Can people be blamed when they choose money over God? Can they be blamed when they choose a lifestyle that they choose over God? Can they be blamed when they're living a way that they're living rather than choosing God? Can they be blamed? Can they be? They can't. Like, I get so mad. I get so frustrated. And I'm just like, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like that's when I start saying stuff. So I, I don't mean. Because, you know, I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through. You know, it don't seem fair. It really don't feel like, you know, it's fair. And... I don't know exactly what God is expecting from me at this point. You know, all of the faith that I have in him, the love that I have in him, the trust that I have in him is being tested on such a level that I can never explain. I can never, you know, help somebody to understand without, of course, them knowing this experience. And I'm go- I've gone through so much all the way up until this point, yet still... He's giving these individuals an opportunity to snatch my faith away from me. Everything I fought so hard for, what they tried to kill me over, and what they are trying to get me to walk away from every single day. He's still giving them the opportunity to take that away from me. Why? How? That don't even make sense. It kind of pissed me off because it's like, that don't even make no sense. That don't even make no sense at all. Because it's like, out of all the things that they could take from me and keep me from, they're already doing that. But now they're trying to take my faith. And now they're trying to keep my faith. And you're going to let them? You're just going to let them be in the way of me trying to pray. You're going to let them be in the way of me trying to worship. You're going to let them be in the way of me trying to get my life in order. You're going to let them. That don't even make sense. And it frustrates me so much because it's like, you know... I get it. That's supposed to be a good thing. When you think about it from a different perspective, of course, that's a good thing. You know, anybody who's not a threat, they're not trying to be in a way. Anybody that's not a threat, they're not sitting up here doing all that they're doing in order to stop them and keep them from moving forward in their life. Okay, that comforts somebody. That does not comfort me. I'm sure that helps somebody. I'm sure that helps somebody feel better about their situation. And I'm sure that makes that helps somebody else to sleep at night. That does not help me. I don't care about being a threat. I don't care. 
I don't care. What I care about is that I want to be able to get in God's presence and be at peace in my own life. If I'm worried about being a threat to somebody else, I'm already operating in the wrong spirit. I'm sitting up here talking about I want to be a threat to you. No, I don't care about being a threat to you. I care about getting my life in order. I care about being a better person I was yesterday. And yeah, I'm sure there's somebody out here like, well, it's not about being a threat to them. It's about being a threat to the devil. I don't care about being a threat to him either. I don't want to be a threat to the devil. I don't care about being a threat to the devil. I want to get away from the devil. I want to have nothing to do with the devil. I don't care about being a threat to him. What makes you think I want to provoke a fight with the devil? What makes you think I care about being a threat to the devil? I don't care about the devil being mad. I don't care about him, you know, getting upset every time I praise. You know, I pray so that I'm protected from him so I don't even have to know or care or find out or be on his radar at all. That's what I'm praising for. So I don't understand it at all. It kind of frustrates me and gets me so mad. And then when I'm praising God and I'm trying to choose God and I'm trying to walk in the right direction, here comes all these different individuals who are posing as angels of light. Where they're like, over here, this is God. We can help you. All you have to do is this and all you have to do is that. And they lead you down the wrong path. And you had the purest intentions. All you wanted to do was praise God correctly, learn God, read your Bible, learn your word, and be a better person. And you got led down the wrong path. And you suffered because of it. And God the whole time did nothing. And somehow it's your fault for being tricked. It's my fault that they that good at lying and tricking people. It's my fault that... You know, I got on my knees to pray and all of a sudden a witch showed up. Well, whatever trick and spell that she got, all these, you know, tricks up her sleeve. And she was able to convince me that she was an angel or that she was God talking to me. And somehow I'm just supposed to be so clever and so, you know, keen to everything that could possibly happen in the world. I should have avoided that. And it's my fault that I didn't. It's my fault. Even though they have all this extra control over all this different stuff. I don't understand it. You know, they can control my bank account. They can, can they can flip my car while I'm in it, driving. They can, you know, control the police and keep them from showing up when I call them. They can control all these different individuals around me. Neighbors, random strangers, screaming stuff out at me. Trying to hit me with their cars when I'm outside in, in the world. And all I did was trust God. And somehow it's my fault. And God will say it's not your fault. You're not being punished. But it don't feel that way. When I just want to be left alone, I don't understand it. There's some people who are like, you don't have you have no idea, you know, what you have. I would die to be in your position. Okay, so trade me now. You can have it. I promise you can. You wanna trade? Because, no, what do you mean? I'm tired of people saying you have it so good. You, it could be worse and all this other stuff. And you wouldn't even want to be in my position. You wouldn't want this. You, wanna, you wouldn't want to have to go through this. It's easier said than done. And it's, diff- it's too hard for me to deal with this every day. Every day, all day. I'm tired. I'm tired. Everything's a joke. Everything's funny. 
Like, I can't breathe. I have no breathing room. I can't be in God's presence at peace when I want to. I can't get away from this. I can't be me anymore. Like, it's like, God, you. I know you said you're not punishing me, but this feel like punishment. It's clearly punishment. It's obviously punishment. You know, everything I've done before, you know, I wasn't considering these things, but now that I'm considering these things, now I have to deal with all the consequences and all the and realize all the things that I wasn't considering before, but this not punishment. Like I'm really starting to feel like this is getting on my nerves. It's really frustrating me to this point where it's like, you know, I, I don't it doesn't matter if they do have a point. It doesn't matter if they are right about God. I still chose God despite that being an you know, a possibility. But it's not about them. It's about what I'm going through and it feeling like it's never going to end. And then if I finally do something that is, you know, just just so I can live and survive here, just so that I can survive here. And you might say, but aren't you surviving anyways? You don't understand what, you know, I'm going through then. You just don't get it. You know, I'm surviving, but I'm having to fight every day for my life. I'm surviving, but I can't be in God's presence. I'm surviving, but I have to have people who believe that they're going to control my life and control my destiny. Trying to really control me. I'm surviving, but they try to control my thoughts, keep me from being able to sleep, eat, breathe, even move my body, my body parts. I'm surviving, but they, they, they want to be able to do all of that. No, I have to fight every day, all day about this stuff. And I'm dealing with all kinds of demons and stuff that want to show up and scare me out of it. And all these different lies that's being thrown on my name. All these different opportunities that I'm being kept from. All these different people in my family that are turning against me for money who do not care about my well-being. Who uh, actually allow me to die. Matter of fact, they would kill me themselves in order to keep me from prospering or coming out of this mental physical, emotional, spiritual slavery. But no, you know, I'm I'm lucky, I'm blessed. I should be thankful. You know, I've heard so much throughout this entire process for like two or three years. I just hear them saying, I hate God. I hate God. I hate him. And it's like, I feel like maybe I might be getting punished because I kind of agree with them sometimes. It's a part of me. It's still a part of me inside my heart that kind of still hate God, you know? And I guess I hate him because he letting this happen. I hate him because, you know, he's still giving Satan the opportunity to step on me and do all this other stuff. And torture me when I'm trying to do right. When I am doing wrong, you know, I'm tortured when I'm doing wrong. I'm tortured when I'm doing right. It's not nothing I can do. It's nothing I can do. But then when I just stop doing anything, when I'm doing nothing, then it's everybody got everything to say in the world about it. Get up. Do something. You're not doing anything. I do this, I'm wrong. I do that, I'm wrong. I can never be right. So I do nothing, I'm still wrong. Okay, just leave me alone. And then you just won't leave me alone. Then I just can't be left alone. I 
I don't get it. I don't understand. People playing mind games with me all day. You know, like this, like life is a game for me. And you know what? I don't really care if they feel like life is a game or not. What irritates and, and really miss, what really makes me so upset is that it's like God is letting them play these games with my life. It's like life is not a game for me. So why don't you just give them somebody who will play with them? I don't understand that. All these different individuals who would love to sit here and play with you all day and never get tired. Who will give you a run for your money, too. Oh, you like games? I love games. But it would be me. Why? Why? I choose God, so I got to get the individuals who want me to not choose them. I hate games, so I got to get the people who love games. I want to be free, so I got to be around people who never want to see that or who want to be slaves. I want to change, so I got to have the people who never want to change. I understand that there is a godly perspective on everything I just said. He gave you somebody who loved games and you hate games because you're going to knock the games out of them. You're going to make sure that they stop playing games because that's how determined you are because you hate them. You hate games. So maybe God wants you to teach them a new perspective on games. You want to change and they don't. Okay, you're going to make them change too. You, you know, you want to be different. They want to be the same. You're going to show them how to be different. All of this stuff is supposed to be a good thing. But I swear, like. Good thing or not, it's really just, it's it's too much. It's too much. It's really too much. I didn't dealt with different people showing up, doing whatever they want to do. And I'm just here in the midst of it. Like, you have no order. You have no rules. You have no structure. Nothing. Just everybody doing whatever they want to do. And it's horrible. It's a mess. It's heinous. It's it's terrible. It's the worst I've ever seen. And I have to suffer. And that's, you know, that's fine, I guess. But it's like, I don't want to be here. Like, I'm supposed to want to be here. I can suffer for God, but I'm not supposed to want to be here. I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm not going to be happy that I have to be around individuals who think that saying Satan is Lord and laughing and all kind of stuff like that is a healthy environment or that's funny or that's cool or I like that or something. You know, and then God is here over watch, watching over everything and overlooking everything. And, you know, I'm the one that's in the wrong when I respond. Even Jesus responded when they hit him for no reason, when they tortured Jesus for no reason, when they put Jesus in a compromising position and questioned his faith and questioned his, you know, lineage, 
his blood, his royal blood. They question his kingship. Even Jesus checked them. Even Jesus said, if I'm wrong, then I understand if you hit me or say something or do something like that. But I'm, if I'm not wrong, then why do you hit me? That's how I feel right now. If I was wrong, if I did something wrong, if I was actually guilty, I would understand. I would understand the reason why you feel like it's so necessary to do all the stuff that you're doing. I would understand the place, your place in it. But if I'm not wrong, if I'm not guilty, then why why are you torturing me? Why are you here? Why do you hate me? Why are you why do you hit me? Why do you abuse me? Why are you here? I don't understand it. Like I see all the effort I've put in, all the work I've put in, and I see that a lot of people are comfortable with the fact that I don't, I'm just going to keep allowing them to go really far and do whatever they want to do because I have to be here because this is my assignment and I can't do anything and I have to choose this no matter what and where I'm going to go, what am I going to do? There's no way I'm giving up my faith in God and if I do, that just works out for them. And and then I'm starting to think maybe it's a new perspective that's needed. Right. There's a million different perspectives I can have. Right. But the only perspective I really feel like I can't like right now that, you know, the perspective I'm really feeling like maybe I should consider the most. Is the perspective of maybe I just need to let go for real. Like really let go, let go 100 percent. And then see what happens. Because if it's really destiny and it's nothing nobody can do to stop that. And, you know, they really cannot win no matter what. Then what am I fighting them so hard for? Why do I have to fight them? What happens if I just let it happen? I won't get my destiny. I won't end up where I'm supposed to be. And if that really is the case, then I mean, it never really was destiny then. And then that means that it never really was an assignment that was even meant to be completed then. If I just let this happen, if I just let things go the way that they just fight so hard to see it happen, nobody's stopping them or standing in their way. Let it all burn to the ground. Let everybody run right back to their chains. Let everybody continue to suffer for the rest of their life. Let everybody go to hell. Fine. Fine then. I do that. And they, everybody goes to hell and that's what was meant to happen then. But if they don't, then maybe I was right. That's exactly what God intended. He wanted me to let go, let up, and let it all, just let it just be free. It's not my responsibility. Maybe that's the perspective God wants me to learn. Maybe he doesn't want me to learn to continue to fight all these different people and to continue to be so much of a good person. No, he wanted me to learn to let go and let people do whatever they're going to do because that's what he do. That's what God is doing because Otherwise, wouldn't, of course, God stop this from happening? He's letting them do whatever they want to do. He's letting them get away with this stuff. So maybe I should, too. If I'm really going to be more like Jesus and Jesus just step out of your way, then I should. 
But God showed me people like that with that mindset and that perspective in a way that they live in. They don't know him. They are compromised by Satan. And the world loves them and they don't have as many obstacles or as many issues. Not that they don't still have them. Things are a lot easier for them because they don't even try. Or if they try, they try. Them they 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 try just a little bit. They're giving just a little bit of effort. Minimal effort. And if I did that, would they just go away? Would everything be okay? Because I almost feel like the more I try, the longer I have to deal with this. Because you're trying so hard and we know it's going to work out for you, we're just going to prolong it. We're just going to keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. So what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just not try? Am I supposed to just give up and not care? And then finally it'll happen? I feel like I keep getting that advice, but the issue with that is I would have to really not care. (laughs) I would have to really not care. And why would I allow you to change how I care? Because you don't. If I allow that to happen, then it's like, man, I could have saved me a lot of time by never trying to begin with. I don't understand it. God has already shown me I'm going to be okay. God has already shown me as much as they sow calamity and discord in my life and as much as they do to try and destroy my destiny, when it comes down to it, once they are gone, they are gone. I'm not going to, I'm going to be fine. Nothing that they've done will last to the point where my life is destroyed because of things that they've done. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be better than okay. I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to be prosperous. God has already shown me that. So I guess this is the process of me doing everything that I can to try and prevent that future of them not being prosperous, of them suffering for the rest of their lives, of them having to be this miserable for the rest of their lives, them not being brought into the light. Them thinking that the way that they're doing things is the right way to do things. And they just suffering the whole time and they get nothing. Thinking that they getting everything. End up with nothing. And suffering. And miserable and bitter. And I feel bad. But I don't know. I do not know. I woke up earlier and I noticed months ago, I noticed months ago that it felt like Jesus was like 
acting kind of like spiteful. And how could Jesus be spiteful, right? If I'm not being punished. I'm not being punished, right? So how is he being spiteful? It's almost like I got to be stupid to not see these characteristics and see these things for what they are. But at the same time, being careful because I know that Satan wants, Satan always telling lies on Jesus. If he could get you to believe it, he would say he's not the son of God. If he could get you to believe it, he would say that he never lived and died on the cross and was crucified on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. If he can get you to believe that, he would say that there's no God in heaven. So I got to be careful. But when you know all this stuff is true and you starting to see different details and stuff, you know that different things are lies. Jesus, God has given you the spirit of wisdom and discernment. So you feel like you are being able to discern the truth. And is that possibly, could that possibly be the truth? And if that is not the truth, then I don't know what the truth is. And if I don't know what the truth is, then how did I get here to this point? But I can't take credit. I can't say that it's me because it's all by God's grace. But something that I just noticed is that, you know, it was a different things going on where it felt like God was, you know, kind of like pitting me against women. Why would God ever do that, you know? But all I know is this prophet showed up on YouTube. And it felt like every single word that God had given her, it was out of spite to me. And I know it sounds like, nah, you're 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 just thinking like that or the devil's playing tricks on your mind. And you know what? I said that too. And I ran away from that concept so much. But I noticed it was out of jealousy because all I know is, you know, everything I would ask God, I would get no word from him. And I would say, you're not answering me on purpose. You're not answering me. And I think that's very frustrating. Like, that's frustrating. I'm not even spiting you. I'm not doing spiteful things. I'm not running to go do something to hurt you on purpose because I just found out the truth about something. And I'm not doing stuff like that. And it's frustrating me so bad. So bad. And I would ask him for words on things. He would say nothing to me. He would never give me these words no matter how much I want. And it's like, out of spite. But then next thing I know, I see he popped up. He gave the word to somebody else. Out of spite, knowing that that's the information I wanted, knowing that that's the truth that I wanted, knowing that I was asking you about that, and you gave that word to somebody else out of spite. And you wanted me to see that. You wanted me to see that you gave that word to them. So how am I wrong when I do stuff out of spite? How am I wrong when I go and operate in that manner? So what am I trying for? It frustrates me because it's like God could bring us out to this whole situation. God could stop this entire situation. God could do something about this right now, but he just has me here just suffering. And it's all my fault. How is it my fault if I'm not being punished? How is it my fault, you know? But then again, it's not. It can't be helped no matter what I do. I feel like I've been too much to turn back. Been through too much to turn back, but also. 
how do I keep moving forward like this? You know, feeling unappreciated, taken for granted, taken advantage of. And like, if I was just a little bit more careless and a little bit, you know, less dedicated to this, then maybe I would be appreciated more. I feel so unappreciated. And it don't feel like it's supposed to be like that. It don't feel right. It it really don't feel right. It feel like everybody in the world, even God, is taking me for granted and un- and not appreciating me. So by then, it feels like the only choice that you have is to choose yourself. Because you don't have God. You don't have them, these people. You don't have nothing. Just do you. Choose yourself. Be on your own side. But it's like, I can't do that because... If I was just always on my own side, then none of these people would be here. And I don't know if I feel like that's a bad thing. For real, for real. I almost feel like, well, dang, why didn't I do that then? I love God so much, so I can't say that and mean it. But sometimes I really feel like, why didn't I just never see God? Because look at all this that's going on because of God. And God leaves me, abandons me here to suffer at, you know, at the hands of all these people. And it's all because of him. And then... Somehow, you know, it feel like reasons are being justified why I'm here and having to suffer. There's no justification to, you know, showing them where I'm at and letting them have free reign on whatever they want to do to me, torture me, you know, break me, do whatever. You know, somehow to prove that whether I would stay loyal to God or not. And if I don't stay loyal, is that not, you know, something you already knew from the jump? Or is that not how you intended for it to go? It's getting frustrating. And I and I hate when people make it seem like, oh, you're just starting to get tempted by the other side. You just want things that they have. You just want to do the things that they do. I could care less about doing the stuff that they do. I could care less about the things that they have. I could care less. I really could. Matter of fact, here's the thing. I promise you that right now, if they just, everything was just taken away from me right now, I wound up with nothing forever. It's sad, but even if I didn't have God, I will be okay just as long as I don't have to keep dealing with this situation, these people, and going through what I'm going through and feeling like I'm being taken for granted. What am I wasting my time on? Why am I being tortured? Why am I suffering? What is it that you want from me? You want me to submit to Satan? You want me to, you know, compromise? You want me to not get all that you have from me? You don't want me to have it. So why would you ever show that that's for me? Because if I was really meant to have that, then I would. After all that I've gone through, I don't feel like it's nothing left for me to prove about myself. Of course, I feel like I may not know that. It, it could be so much work that need to be done. But at this rate, it's like I'm not moving forward anyways. And things like I just need for God to help and he's not. Instead, he'd rather do little things to spite me. Like when I'm asking him for little words on things in the midst of my suffering, just so that I can have a little bit of boost of morale. You'd rather give that word to somebody else just to spite me. And 
when I'm doing everything in my power to ignore everything that's not of you and glorify your name at all times, you're making it harder for me on purpose. Then I'm wrong when I go about things the way that I go about them. I'm tired of seeing all these different things I've sacrificed and I've given up in the name of God. And like when it comes down to it, I'm just, I just gave them up and I'm just suffering. I really don't have anything to show for it. And I, I can't think about the fact that, oh, I may one day have something to show for it. Nope, don't even get your hopes up in that. You may not ever have anything to show for it. Okay, so if I never have nothing to show for it and I still don't have nothing to show for it, then I just sacrificed and gave up everything just to sit here without nothing and have gone through everything I've gone through. I'm not supposed to have hope. I'm not supposed to even get, you know, encouraged or excited about a future that's abundant. Nope, can't be doing it for that. So what am I doing it for? I'm supposed to be doing it to suffer forever? Who sits here like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm suffering and it, it feels it feels so horrible. I could just look forward to more suffering for the rest of my life. Just be happy about that. Who's happy about it though? You know, who's looking forward to suffering for the rest of their life? I'm wrong for feeling like I can't wait for this to be over. No, I'm supposed to sit here like, you know, no matter how long it takes, it's going to feel great. No, you know, I'm human. And when I think about all this suffering, I get so upset because I feel like it's unrealistic, unrealistic expectations on me. Unrealistic expectations. And if they unrealistic, then make them real because I'm doing everything that I can. If I'm not supposed to worry about the how, then why is it up to me to create it? This is not making no sense. I'm needing God to move. I'm needing him to move and he's not moving. And it's feeling like it's out of spite. And I'm feeling like, you know, I can't be blamed. I can't be blamed for how I'm starting to feel. For real. Even though I know. I don't agree with them. I don't agree with Satan's minions. I don't go. I don't have nothing in common with them. We may not. We're not going to never get along. Ever. I don't care what your reasons. I don't care. I hate you. I really hate you. For real. I might have said I hate God. I don't mean that. I hate you. I hate Satan. And I hate anybody with him. I hate y'all. For real. I really do. I don't care. You're dumb. Then I see like different things just slipping all over the world and somehow I'm, I'm sort of held responsible for that. Certain things not adding up or making sense. Like I saw this vision of Noah in the ark when God, you know, flooded the whole world, all the emotions that he went through. But what didn't make sense to me is that, you know, God vowed to never go through that again. And all the emotions that he went through, you know, was unstable. It was unstable, yet was still perfect. 
God is perfect, never tells a lie, and I don't know. I don't know. Something ain't right. Something is mis. Something is either misspoken or mistold. Either all the emotions that we go through are what makes us perfect. Meaning, every single time you get angry, all the different things you do out of anger and all this other stuff. All of that is right. You're not wrong. So that means that if I give up on God right now out of anger, I'm not wrong. But everybody say, no, you can't let your emotions control you. You have to learn how to, you know, manage your emotions. But I saw a vision where God didn't manage his emotions. I saw a vision where God was like flooding the entire earth because he couldn't manage his emotions. And in the process, couldn't manage his emotions. And it feels like it is lies because the Bible says that, you know, God would never forget us. He told Noah he would never forget him. But then it says the Bible said that God remembered Noah. If you have to remember him, does that mean that you forgot? And I'm not even going to lie, the vision that I saw, he forgot. He forgot. But God is the truth. He never tells a lie. I feel like if that's the case, I can get away with anything on this earth, even bowing on the Satan, if I start using that logic. For real. I could be like, hey, I ain't wrong. Because it's a it's a lie and it's the truth. I'm bowing down to Satan, but think about it. Satan has to consult with God, so technically I'm really just bowing down to God. If Satan is being 100% controlled by God, see how that logic is so messed up? And if I use that logic, it's deceitful. But it's not deceitful when God does it. I don't know. I don't feel that way. I'm really not on that on that path. And I'm not going to do that. I don't even know if I really hate anybody for real. I still don't hate nobody. But I do know that this stuff is frustrating me. And it feels like it's frustrating me for too long. And ultimately what really keeps me going is the fact that I know a lot of people is fighting me to keep me from moving forward in the direction that I'm going in. And if they're not fighting me in no other direction, they're not fighting me to keep for keep me from moving forward in no other direction. That must mean that's the direction I'm supposed to be going in. Cause why would they really not want me to be going or have it or to have that? Or do they really not want me to have that because they care so much about me? Yeah, okay. Right after they tried to kill me, right? Nah. They don't want me to have that because they don't care about me. So, yeah, I want that. And I'm fighting very hard for it every day. And so this is why I have to do what I'm dealing with. Once they know something is very important to you, it becomes very important to keep you from having it. So I wonder if I'm supposed to treat it like it's nothing. But I can't because it's not. But, you know, of course, people have their logic and their reason why they do things. Can't listen to other people. So that means that. All these different people who feel like they got a good opinion or got a good reason or feel like, oh, this is how you should be doing things and this is what's messing you up and all all this, that, and the third. I don't really care because now I feel like, you know, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter if I did everything right like you said. I still have to go through this stuff. It wouldn't matter if I did everything wrong. I still be here. So 
I'm just going to do what feel right. I'm just going to do what, you know, I can. I'm going to do what I can because I'm dealing with a lot of individuals that are wicked and twisted and torturous. I feel like I'm so, I shouldn't have to, I really shouldn't have to be. Dealing with this. But by all means, let me keep getting used and taking advantage of and taking for granted and treat it like I do not matter you know, for choosing God. And if I'm really being spited or all of this is wrong and I really don't deserve to be in this position, then God knows that and that's fine. When it comes down to it, that's, that's, that's fine. Whatever. I can't change it. This is life. Whatever. God knows. 